So in a previous episode on The Devil Wears Prada, we talked Previously about, on, please don't hate yeah, it. previously on. <laughs> we talked about how uh, I asked, will anyone remember Katy Perry? And uh, I remember her enough to see the news that she was cancelled in November of last year, 2022, because she voted for a Republican mayor candidate for Los Angeles. So my thought was, who, now that we're entering a new year, who in 2023 do you wish would get cancelled? Who do you think we should cancel? Back in my days, Katy Perry got cancelled for groping old boys, but I guess it didn't take. No. She, she did that? Uh, there was something about... Uh, I don't know. It's me. Are you talking about uh, Orlando <laughs> Bloom? I want to talk shit about Katy Perry because... Uh, what's it called? The it's Teenage Dream, is that the album? Yeah. That, <laughs> Incredible that album. album. Is, that album is amazing. That's like one of the best pop albums of the tens. So that album with the I Kiss a Girl? No. no. It's the one with uh, California Girls, uh, the one about plastic bags in the wind. Uh, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's Which one is it that has Dark Horse? It's the I next one, Prism. Oh. Okay, I like Dark Horse a lot more. Mm. Hot take. Uh, but to answer your question, I feel like I should be cancelled because I'm so tired of me. And uh, I think it's time the world got rid of me. Uh, and yeah, but a celebrity, maybe, um, has to be a man. Let's start there. Um, but who? Hmm. Who has skeletons? I, I, if I'm if I'm gonna interject here, I feel the problem is that we've had a lot of soft cancellations, but there's like where there's been a lot of small things where people have been like, yeah, whatever. It's been too many cancellations, so we don't really care. I think this yeah. year. Joe Rogan actually does get cancelled. Oh, in my mind, he already is. But I, I think that's just me. Because I blocked him on Instagram, and I feel like that's as high as my cancellation can go. That'll show him. <laughs> yeah. I saw, like, they're making a, a new TV show, like the people who made the Band of Brothers in the Pacific. They're making a new TV show, and it's first three episodes are directed by, is his name, Kerry Joji Fukunaga, the guy who directed the last James Bond movie, and I think he did some stuff with True Detective. And I remember, like, Rejecta. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> he should be cancelled. <laughs> yes. So I was, uh, I was reading, and I was like, Kerry Joji Fukunaga, wasn't he cancelled for like having a lot of people coming out uh, talking about him sexually abusing them? And I looked up his wikipedia profile and that's like half of it is just like the sexual abuse is done and it was just business as usual no one cared like it was an ongoing thing and people just like let it trail off like an ellipsis wow kind of like azealia banks this old wikipedia page where it had like all the hyperlinks to people that she has beefs with and i still think that she should fly under the radar of cancellation because she's iconic has she done like anything in the past eight years yeah, released uh, bomb-ass music. Oh, okay. I feel like Asimia mm -hmm. Banks is kind of like reading the the page for Charles Manson. I mean, like, oh yeah, it is, it's going to be fucked up. <laughs> I guess sounds murder, <laughs> but uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she murdered those chickens in her wardrobe. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, when she dug up the cat, that's when I kind of was like, okay, we're going off the rails here a little bit. <laughs> uh, cooking her dead cat was not in my... Um, uh, it's not what I, what, I, what I was expecting of her, but you know what? Good for you. So <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about, but it sounds great. Yeah, it turns out she's that a she bruja. Was like <laughs> she, she was sacrificing bruja. chickens. 
Yeah. Is there anyone you want to cancel, Philip? I think it's time to get rid of Tom Hanks. Wow. Is, is it just because you don't like his output? Uh, I know. I uh, I can't think of any Tom Hanks movie. I, I, he's, yeah, fucking... Are you saying that Castaway is a bad movie? I don't know. Yeah, I don't like... Who directed Castaway? Zemeckis? Uh, yeah. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Darabont directed Green Mile, though. I, I, I haven't seen Green Mile. Oh, wait, no, he wasn't in Shawshank. Fuck. <laughs> Does Elon count as cancelled already? I think he's uh, he's he's getting there. Okay. I yeah. think he, he well, won't be cancelled until the day he has no money left. Hmm. Yeah. But speaking of 2023, do you all have any bingo card for things you think will happen in the coming year? I think Elon will impregnate Billie Eilish. Interesting. Yeah. Very possible. I think um, Meghan Markle will date Pete Davidson at some point. Uh, but we're just we're just gonna have to wait and see. I'm I'm thinking early July. <laughs> did you see that tweet from? Uh, did you see that tweet when someone made uh someone posted that their bingo card was that uh, Pete Davidson would start dating Rebecca Black, and Rebecca Black replied back with, uh, "Sure, if I can peg him." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's Rebecca, the Rebecca best Black transformation be... ever. Yeah. Re Rebecca Black. I, I I like when someone was like, "What the fuck happened to you, Rebecca Black?" And she's like, "I don't know. I got boobs and got gay." <laughs> I watch uh, Rebecca Black biopic. I feel like it's time for that. Absolutely. Like, there's a I thing like she... that. No, it should, should be. be. I'm pitching oh, it right yeah. here. Who should play Rebecca Black? Um, hmm. Haley Seinfeld. Uh, what's her name? Charlie XX. Okay. I can see it. She's a horrible actress, but I can see it. No, but that would make it even better. Because it would fit into the meta of the movie. Or they could do yeah. a, a... What's it called? I'm Still Here. They have like six different people uh, playing her. So one could be like... Uh, Eddie BC from Oz. That'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a big buff guy. A big Nigerian <laughs> guy. Put him in... <laughs> Put him in there. He's the hyper pop era of Rebecca. <laughs> <laughs> what What are your bingo cards for this year, Ned? Um, yeah, I mean, if I have to be real, it's not Meghan Markle dating Pete Davidson. It has to be Greta Thunberg. But um, more on that later. This is gonna be mid August, I feel like. And also, um, I think I think Trump will die. But um, yeah. I haven't said that. <laughs> Ooh, what's this a year. fun way for him to die? I think like getting run over by a golf cart would be. Yeah, I was fun. thinking like something like oh. struck by lightning while golfing, like mid swing. No, I, I imagine like him dying because he's incompetent or something. He should be able to know, like getting run over by the washing machine or something. <laughs> Driving himself <laughs> over. <laughs> Running himself over with a car. <laughs> I feel like he hasn't driven a car in like twenty years. No, but it, I, I can well, imagine that he would be like, well, I should, like, of course I can do it, and then try to be macho, and he just fucks it up. <laughs> he's like one of those guys who, like, get put in a Lamborghini and try to, like, power drift, and he just, like, drive it straight into a wall. <laughs> Love it. I mean, and we, I don't condone death or violence, but, you know, in this case, kind of. Mm -hmm. It's okay. In a video yeah. game. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> in a video game, it's fine. And with that... Let's talk about this day's movie. 
Yeah, we found literally no good segues there. So let's just... Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode of Please Don't Hate It. I'm your host, Pontus, and with me, I have my two co-hosts. Filippomos. Uh, and Ned. And this is the podcast where we select a movie every week or every week that Philip and Ned can because both of them are quite busy, mostly Ned. And we select yeah. a movie that the others have to watch so that they can describe them for us and see if they float their boat. And today we're going to be talking about the movie called The Hunt. That was Jakten. Jakten. Uh, no, Jakten. Yeah, how, how would you pronounce it in Danish? Jakten. Jakten. Uh, it, it came out in uh, 2012 and is directed by Thomas Winterberg, who also directed uh, Another Round or Druk, which in my opinion was not very good, but sucked. Yes. And it stars uh, Mads Mikkelsen as Lucas. And then you have uh, Annika Vedekop as Clara, Thomas Bo Larsen as Theo. And then you have the Swedish actress who is the quota for them to get the money from the Swedish uh, uh, public, uh, Swedish public uh, TV. And this this is true. Like they do that, they have to have a Swedish actress and like a Danish actress. This is why yeah. you see them. I, I I hate that thing. Yeah, so Alexander Rapoport playing Nadia. At least they didn't try and fake it and uh, imply that she understood all the Danish that she like didn't spoke <laughs> English sometimes because I assumed that that was his method acting that she didn't understand it. Uh, she's just going like full on, like just have her be Swedish. And she's like, I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> was that why you didn't like another round because? It, the woman there spoke Swedish and he spoke Danish and they had no problems with that. Was that the reason? I mean, that another round is, was much better. That is unbelievable enough. But like when she only speaks Swedish to him and then she texts him in Danish, I was like, what? this is not a thing. I saw, I saw a Danish movie where, also starring Mads Mikkelsen, where the other character is Swedish. The only actor. Say, yeah, and, and they say in the movie, this Danish guy wants to meet you and they meet him and they never say that he's swedish so for like international audiences like danish swedish whatever it's the same thing yeah but ned absolutely isn't yeah let's give a rundown let's give us a rundown of this movie and you know what i'm not prepared so let's go <laughs> we have mats mikkelsen who is the perfect choice oh bless you um mats mikkelsen is the perfect choice for, to play someone who looks kind of like a freak and who is suspected of trigger warning child rape. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's something about his face. And from the, I, I actually went into this movie blind and I was like, mm, what could this movie be about? Ugh, look at him walking this child. I know it's like an innocent thing, but it feels wrong. And I know that people are staring. And yeah, he works at a kindergarten. I don't know as what. What, does, what do people do at kindergartens? He's like... Guard kinders. Yeah, <laughs> perfect. Uh, there is this child. What was her name? Clara. Clara. Yeah, she's like, she goes away from home. She like goes on walks by herself, and she's totally not the age where you should do that. Because if I ever did that to my parents at that age, I would be murdered by them when I came back. So I don't know. This doesn't really check out. But he if walks her back. home. He apparently is friends with uh, his, her parents. They like chill. He has a coffee or something with them. They look very friendly and whatnot. And then we find out that he works at the kindergarten, as I said. And um, yeah, he was at a party. What was the party? Can someone it's help me out? Post hunting party. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, a horrible party theme. 
uh, the children were like, he was like playing with the children. And then Clara decides that um, she's going to be a bit of a hoe and goes and kisses him on the lips. Uh, After which... she's been shown porn on the, uh, a tablet by, uh, is it the older brother's friend or something? Yeah. Which uh, freaky girl, you know, I mean, <laughs> respect the grind. Uh, and he tells her, you know what? Kissing on the mouth is for adults and family only. So uh, cut that shit out. And apparently she gets a little offended. Um, understandable. First rejection. I get it. Um, <laughs> we all deal and, uh, with them different ways. <laughs> absolutely. So she goes, she sits in a dark room in the kindergarten. Total freak. Uh, continues with the theme of her personality. Um, she should be smoking in that scene. <laughs> yeah. Totally, yeah. Cigar. Um, so, uh, yeah, the other... I would call her the headmistress, because I love that word. Um, she looks at her and she's like, Clara, what the fuck are you doing here, girl? And she's like, you know what? I hate Lucas. That's Matt Mikkelsen's character. Why do you hate him? You know, he has a penis. And she's like, well, yeah, I know, he's a man. A way to assume his gender, but okay. And um, she's like, your dad has a penis. Your brother has a penis too. <laughs> Shocked. Um, but uh, what Clara says is like, yeah, but his sticks out like a rocket. And then the headmistress is like, mm -hmm. what? <laughs> and that's how it starts. Uh, she, Clara apparently tells this little, it was actually described in the description of the film, a white lie. <laughs> I don't think Not that's a white, a white lie. Well, well, she <laughs> said something. Wait, white came out. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um. Yeah. Not a white lie. That's defamation. Uh, I don't know why I didn't, didn't sue her at the end. Uh, no but defamation yeah. is if it's uh, no wait. It's a defamation if it's in print or is it libel if it's in print? Well, she can't fucking read or write. She's illiterate, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I can still use it. <laughs> Uh, so we're, you know, like the headmistress is like, Lucas, come over here. What are you doing? He, of course, denies it because nothing like that happened. And uh, yeah, they they bring in like an expert. I don't know what an, what he was an expert in. Kind of Wasn't he just part, a policeman? So. No, or I think he was. A, a no, he, he said that they will need to bring in the authorities. So yeah. I assume he's like a, a, a curator in Swedish, which is like children, children's therapist, I assume. Oh, okay. And he starts asking her questions, but she's like super eager to go out and play. And she's like, okay, I kind of feel like I know what the answers they're looking for are. So I'm just going to confirm so I can go out and play. Reminded and me a lot of like the scenes from happened. making a murderer. It was like very leading questions. Like, did he do this? And like, yeah. Yeah. Did white stuff come out? <laughs> yeah. That was such a weird question. This is like basically putting words in her mouth. Uh, but, uh, who am I to judge? And uh, yeah, uh, they release him to uh, like an, on a, what's it called when you get like suspended? Yeah, they suspend yeah. him from work for a couple of days. They notify the parents because it's like a parent teacher night there. Um, the reactions are very understated. I would expect something a bit crazier, if you ask I me. I think they're shocked. I think they're shocked. It's like very natural reaction, in my opinion. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'm just comparing it to what my parents would have done, and it's, once again, murder. Uh, they, they've never killed anyone. I'm sorry I'm saying things like that. But um, This is Scandinavia. This is Scandinavia. Yeah. Of course this is Scandinavia. They're going to write an angry note. Are, yeah. They're going to send an angry note. 
It was a bit anticlimactic. Maybe I watched too much American movies where people freak out over nothing. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah. Uh, where, where was I? <laughs> uh, word gets around that it's Lucas. Uh, yeah. Lucas, uh, the headmistress, uh, yeah. calls Lucas, uh, was it Lucas' ex-wife and tells uh, her the story so that Lucas' uh, son won't be able to visit. And Lucas, uh, uh, word, like as word is spreading around, a lot of other kids in the town are starting to say that things they Lucas did things to him as well. Uh, the police in the get basement. involved. Yeah, the police uh, say all of the kids say the same story about uh, Lucas taking them to the basement of his house. Turns out he doesn't have a basement. It gets released from the police, but everyone, too late. everyone yeah. in the town is still like, "Yeah, this guy sucks." So they kill Lucas' dog. They uh, put the, the which is like, horrible. Yeah, they lynch Lucas' dog, and then they uh, start beating Lucas up in the store on Christmas uh, during Christmas. Yeah, everybody was under fucking vigilante shit. Hashtag yeah, Taylor Swift. and then what, uh, what the, the sort of the sort of climax of the movie is how Lucas is going down more and more. Theo, his best friend, who's also the father of Clara, starts to realize that okay, uh, Lucas couldn't have lied. And then, uh, yeah. like Clara restates what she has done several times, like several times during the movie, she says, "I was just making a lie," or like I was making it up. And all the parents yeah. are like, "Oh, this is just you like trying to." make yourself forget what really happened and like they were gaslighting her, that, her yeah they were gaslighting her to believe if she was actually sexually assaulted yeah and uh, but then eventually Theo believes him and then it cuts to a year later they're going hunting again everything seems fine lucas is out in the woods hunting and someone uh, tries to kill him a shot hits him by the tree you don't see who shot it and but then it's clara's person... brother is it i mean he gave him like the the cold stare down uh, a lot of people did. that a lot of people it was did. mainly him though i feel like it was focused on him so i kind of think it was him yeah and then uh, yeah so it kind of ends with lucas knowing that yeah he's probably never going to feel safe it's like some uh, things people no matter how many truths get out they will never stop believing the yeah. lie but uh, just to start off with this uh, do you uh, what what would you have how would you have reacted if you were living in the small town and you heard about this uh, since i don't have children i would be like Okay. Oh. Uh, I, I like. I don't think it's my. No, I mean right. like not a reaction, but like, uh, would you have believed that he did uh, it? I think I would. That just depends so much on the story. Like, what did the other people hear? Like in this sense, mm. like did other people hear the story in the same sense we did yeah. in the movie context? Because I know that with all the knowledge that you have in the movie, of course, you're going to think all the other people that are attacking him are like foolish little girls. But um, I feel like if I was in their shoes, I would have been like, yeah, he guilty. <laughs> I believe the victim. But yeah. yeah, it depends on like what the police reports say. But I would be like, I, I would say I'm saying this, having seen this movie twice now, I would probably be like, yeah, I'm not going to think about it because I don't want to repeat that movie. Like, I don't want to be a, a participant in that movie. Yeah. Did you have anything to say, Philip? You seemed like uh, I was just uh, thinking about how it would be. It would be interesting if the movie was like made in more of a ambiguous way, whether he did it or not. Because like the that viewer knows awesome. everything all the time, so it's like it's never unclear that he's uh, not guilty to the viewer. So it's like in that sense, it's you know very frustrating watch. But it, I felt like it, it would be 
I don't know if it would be better, but it would be interesting to just like see it cut in a way like Diddy or like try to figure out along with the population of the town. One one thing I noticed when rewatching it is the I think that it's interesting now that you were bringing up the brother because when I was rewatching it now, the scene after like uh, the brother has found out and uh, he takes like he's trying to comfort and play with Clara and then she wants to go out in the snow and play. And during this scene, like he has a lot of looks in her, uh, like he looks at her in a way where I was like interpreting, thinking, is he thinking that my little sister has been hurt and like her innocence has been taken from her, or I started thinking, is this actually like him regretting over what he has done to her because like she is emotionally stunted in some way or another? Like you can see that she can't. P- Past lines like on the ground like she she seems to have some kind of like OCD element and she seems to like she has a pretty like a broken home in the sense that her parents are fighting all the time and I started thinking if the movie was sort of implying that maybe she was being abused by the brother I felt like, like it was I saw it definitely more like the first one like he was me too yeah he was feeling sad for her because he believed and I thought it was happened. a beautiful scene yeah. yeah, yeah. But as I was rewatching it, I was like, hmm, did I like see something that no one else has done? And apparently, it's, it's, no one else has seen it because I'm the only one who saw it that way. Mm. But what did you guys think of this movie then? Think of this. I liked it. But just like Philip said, I feel like I would have wanted more ambiguity. Uh, and that's why, you know, the reality show The Mole works so good because you as an audience member don't know who The Mole is. And this would have been like amazing here as well. Like if. He, did he do it? Didn't he do it? I would have totally believed that he did it with that face. Looks like a freak, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I liked it too. Um, uh, yeah, I don't, yeah, it was it was a good movie. It was a, like an uncomfortable watch. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's a good movie. It is a good movie. As I rewatched it, there are like the first time I saw it, I think I caught up on this theme that I felt like why I liked it so much, which is something I realize now that I'm rewatching it. And did you sigh, Philip, as I mentioned theme? No, I'm yawning. Because <laughs> uh, like one thing I know because if, if you think about how this movie portrays Lucas, it's like they're portraying him as living in this very like typical man's man's society and world and. Uh, like you know how all of his friends are acting and especially in the beginning where it's like men uh, raw 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 and drinking beer and jumping in the yeah. water like half naked after killing a deer no prosthetic the... penis in sight yeah. I, I like i've seen i've seen a lot of european movies lately and i think all of them things like the fourth movie i see now which is like within the first five minutes just dick yeah yeah we we love the I dick in europe beautiful. you know but uh but then if you think of like lucas character it's like he's lost his like he's a very timid man and like pretty like he doesn't really fight back in a lot of sense compared to how the other people in the town work mm-hmm. and what you're noticing during it is that he's like he's lost his job because he's talking about how the last school was closed down uh, so he'd have to become like a kindergarten teacher and then like his ex-wife is berating him and telling him that he can't hang out with his son and his ex-wife is just telling him that if you uh, you can't talk to me and uh, I won't call you. So he's like, okay, how am I going to get in touch with you? And, and she just hangs up like, fuck you, I hold all the cards. So there's this theme in the movie of him being like this pretty frail and uh, like uh, 
sensitive person who has been emasculated and everything is taken away from him and how the sort of the, a theme of the movie is very much about like masculinity and how it's how he's just being pushed down and having everything taken away from him and i think it's the way the movie does it is it's such a feels so thoughtful and sort of kind way in my opinion mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I guess that makes it more even more believable for the the people in the town that a character like his could be capable of doing something like that because he's very closed off and you say he feels a bit emasculated and you know that these are the ingredients chosen to create the perfect little rapist. I feel, yeah. like. but um, <laughs> oh, I can imagine know. that. I want you to. <laughs> I can imagine an album created like the perfect little rapist or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need, I'm going to need you to market that shit, Ned, for us. Yeah, well, I said I was going to get cancelled this year, so here we go. <laughs> uh, but one thing I uh, also thought about when I was watching it, this is like something I talked about. Uh, I know Philip hasn't seen it, but Ned, have you seen the Displaced Rules, the new documentary that came out? No, I haven't. Uh, it's by Channel 5, the guy who does, uh, like, uh, he goes around on weird, crazy conventions, interviews people. And it's about the sort of the politics of America. And oh, yes, I was watching him. Nice. Yeah. And I was watching a, uh, like an interview video with him when he was talking about like how middle-aged people in America sort of get obsessed with the concept of like child rapists in the government and like the lizard people eating and consuming children. Was that Pizzagate? Yeah, exactly. And uh, funny enough, Pizzagate <laughs> didn't have a basement either. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> so this was uh, pretty prophetic. But uh, one thing you brought up was that, like our generation of like people who grew up with the internet, we saw fucked up shit on the internet growing up. Like, so for us, it was like if we see, if you see like a, an image of something horrible, we're kind of like ah, we have a filter that we can sort of find a way to uh, accept it or find a way to sort of tolerate it or or just feel like sharing it. it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, whereas like older people, they kind of had this like mentality of like, oh my god, it's children ah going ape shit because like they can't handle the thought of like seeing something horrible and this movie kind of goes into that sort of the sanctification of how much we should protect the children because the movie is always about like children are so awesome they would like they're constantly saying in the movie never children never lie children never mm-hmm. lie and how everyone is, and how how everyone in the town is like they would sacrifice everything for children and mm. for me as like as someone who doesn't have children when i'm watching this i'm going like yeah Fuck children, like, fuck children. Not literally, but I'm so fucking tired of parents. Yeah, I hate them. And, like, I wouldn't go as far as to, like, slap her and spit on her like uh, the no, son no. did. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, I'm, I'm going to be thinking, like, you're a little bitch, aren't you? A little lying <laughs> hoe. <laughs> but but it, it, it's, it's kind of funny to see a movie that actually shows, like, how how much of objectivity and sort of common sense people lose as soon as children are involved. Because, like... If you ask a parent before and after becoming a parent, like, are you okay with these things being available to society? As soon as they become a parent, they're like, no, no one should be able to do anything that could harm my child because I don't want my child to get harmed. <laughs> Interesting. And what things do you have in mind when you say these things? Because uh, like, I grew up in, a, in an area where I remember being like, oh, we, we, you're not allowed to have like parties after like seven o'clock in the evening because like children might see them drinking or like yikes and uh, and it's kind of like oh you're not allowed to be like smoking while outside because like that could hurt the children like it's very much 
like everything sacrifice or or so kind of like movies and video like movies and video games like violent video games shouldn't exist because of children like children could play them so they should not be mm. available uh this so, is such so a I, weird concept yeah so, so for me watching this movie it kind of feels like it's that little small tiger woods arm pump like fuck yeah, yeah. <laughs> fuck those parents <laughs> <laughs> No, but it was such a weird concept that they would say children don't lie. Like, literally, children make up the wildest shit. I mean, come on. I was borderline pathological when I was her age. I mean, I had to fight <laughs> to become, like, a truth saver. Still are. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> when, you're, when you're a child, you, re you don't, don't really have anything to use to protect yourself except for the lies. Like, you can't protect yourself yeah. in any other way. So it works I don't have a of concept course, of reality, so yeah, I don't know. Of course, not, children, like, children are also horrible liars. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is it a lie though if the parents are telling them it's true? <laughs> like that, yeah. that's what keep on happening in the movie. Yeah. Guess so. But what what did you think about that? The horrible, horrible scene. Like, how would someone decide that they would kill his dog? For what? Why? Because uh, it's like it, it, it's like I was saying, like the how the sort of the concept of like parents and adults seeing and like, thinking of an like something bad happening to a child is so horrible that they can't take it that they just like all all like filters are outside out of the window. It's like you saw like the guy in the movie who is like the tallest parent who is like very much like he looks like a typical butcher bouncer kind of guy. He's One like that slapped pushing. his son. Yeah. Like I could have, like when when you're looking at him, does he seem like the kind of guy who would not who would be like no killing dogs is too much? Like when I'm seeing him, like yeah, he, he would probably strangle like 15 guinea yeah. pigs if it made a point. Like I mean, it's also like I feel like a strong theme of like dehumanization in this yeah. movie, yeah. and like also he becomes village. <laughs> yeah, and because it's so like the dog is just there to it's a it's okay to kill the dog because you know but sending the message. And like it gets up to the point when like it's also like fine to, uh, you know, beat up Mads Mikkelsen and shoot at him. So like he's like on to the other villagers, he's like on the same level as an animal. Yeah. yeah. What, what do you think of Mads Mikkelsen's performance in the church? I paused turning around. 17 times. <laughs> Why? I, I have trouble watching things like that. Like it's the same thing as The Office. Secondhand embarrassment because I put myself in the situation there. Like if I was present at that church, I would want to hit the pause. Because do you, do you did you feel like the the father had like started to doubt it at that point? Because it's like right after that scene where Clara like says again uh, like that. Oh yeah, I I just made it up. But do you feel like he was yeah. suspecting it at that point or like he was doubting? I think oh, I sure. think he had been I think he had been doubting since the start because like in the beginning when he uh, when Lucas comes home to his place after everything comes out comes out he's talking to um, Lucas and he's sort of acting as if he knows that Mads, Lucas couldn't have done it but he's also thinking he can't accept the thought of his like daughter being a liar or like and and it's the whole like the, the reason he gets pissed off at Mads Mikkelsen is when like uh lucas tells deo that she's lying and he goes like are you like because he, it comes again to the like the parent thing of like protecting your children because he goes like are you telling me that my child is a liar like he can't deal with that but Fuck yeah, all yeah. of those times in the movies whenever you see him you see like that there's, there's a split that like 
he he believes Clara is telling the truth, but he also doesn't believe that Lucas did it. In my opinion, that's how I interpret it. Like he's he's always flipping between them, and if he believes it, he did it or not. I also feel like the wife was, you know, he was very adamant about he he did it, like pretty much off the bat, and she was riling him up in that sense, like. Yeah. If it was on the edge, what do you think? She definitely pushed him over. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love that scene in the uh, at the end when he goes to reconcile with Lucas uh, at, on Christmas Eve, and he go he's gonna go there with uh, some uh, food and uh, liquor, and the wife is like, "You're not going there." And he just goes like, "Step aside." Mm. <laughs> he, he, so there was such a charisma as we do when he said it. Yeah. Also. Uh, I can say, growing up in the uh, suburban suburban part of uh, northern rural Sweden, I can say that the environments are exactly everything I grew up with. So I recognize I, I recognize myself in a lot of scenes in this movie visually, not <laughs> not experience thematically, <laughs> not thematically or experience wise. Do you have any stories about people getting like old school cancelled? Because I guess you all come from like smallish places. Uh, I I have one. Uh, I don't know how much information I get, but I know a person who the FBI told the local police that he was downloading child porn, so they caught him and sent him to jail. Yeah. Hmm. So That's I know that happened. for you. <laughs> and uh, I have an ex-classmate who stabbed his landlord to death. But he came out of prison a while back, and I was like... <laughs> Oh, he's that his landlord? I don't know. Like, how bad could it be? <laughs> I mean, like, being a landlord is morally corrupt anyway, so I guess he did people a favor. <laughs> I think it's more morally corrupt to kill someone, but <laughs> it's it's pretty close in the scale. Tomato, it's tomato. up for discussion. <laughs> yeah, I don't have any stories like this, by the way. Uh, because, like, I, I come from a small place, but it's relatively big. I think it's not, like, what you described. Uh, but um, yeah, with us it was it was mostly like photos in in the local stores of people who steal things. <laughs> <They're> like, <laughs> Did you have people who had lost their fingers in the, like because they had stolen or like what? No, <laughs> it's like that Seinfeld episode of like a picture of people who's checked bounds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's like it's kind of dark because I remember at the time because I was obviously a lying little child and I see this. Um, uh, the, the photos of these people and you can they, they had also written like stole flower things like that and I'm like sitting there laughing I'm like oh that bitch stealing flower and now when I think about it I'm like damn that's grim you know like to have to go to the store to steal flower we're in deep poverty man <laughs> maybe that person did the trick where he's like you, you take a lot of expensive stuff but you get caught with one cheap thing so that you, they, they won't uh, look into the other things Hmm. Okay. Somebody speaking from experience. I think <laughs> I knew someone who was a kleptomaniac, and I have I've stolen one thing in my life, and I got so ashamed of it that like my mom had to make me go back to the store and cry and tell them it was a small yeah. box, box of candies. <laughs> and I was, Do you know like, what's weird? Like when I said, oh, when I was very young, like you know those markets with the uh, vegetables, I was always stealing the tomatoes and just eating them in front of the people. But they're like, oh my god, he's a child, let him do that. And I'm like <laughs> stuffing like six tomatoes in my shirt, and they're like, oh, he's just a child. <laughs> um, but uh, I remember, like when you said that, 
people are afraid that you know playing violent games seeing people drinking stuff like that is gonna make people make children do these things and i'm like that's not true but i remember watching this tv show called leverage have you seen it no 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 it's it about like five or six professional thieves um and they were like people are hiring them to steal stuff and i was like this is so fucking exciting i bought lockpicks i was 12 years old bought lockpicks started opening random doors around town then i went how to the like, fuck did the... you buy a lockpick at 12 years old it was like a catalog you I know. bought it from <laughs> uh, amazon <laughs> um and uh i started doing that randomly Wait, amazon existed like... when you were 12 years old i think so didn't it yeah, amazon's been around for a while yeah uh, yeah uh -huh. i mean i got i got it from a friend who went to america and she was like what do, what can i bring you i just went on online and i was like lockpicks <laughs> and I, I i didn't think that that would be like a big issue with tsa because back in the day i i don't think it was that uh you know uh the security wasn't that strong but anyways i also went to like one of the bigger like food chains and i wanted to prove myself that i can steal from there as well and i stole a rubber duck and i still have it to this day <laughs> and also at the time i was dating a girl and her mother was the security guard there and she saw me but not stealing but she was like hey and i'm like oh, sucker i just stole a rubber ducky <laughs> did you date her just so that your, her mother would like be lenient with you Get yeah you <laughs> and i wouldn't like a photo of mine wouldn't be posted on the wall thief would it be a picture of you like standing duck. there with a sad face and holding up a rubber ducky <laughs> yeah <laughs> But yeah, like my uh, my days of theft are behind me, for the record. No, I'm just stealing hearts. Have you done anything illegal, Philip? If I've mm -hmm. done anything illegal, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you want to purge it yourself? <laughs> I mean, when it comes to like st stealing shit, I've only like I think like the only thing I stole from the store is like grabbed like something from like the pick and mix. But that's like that's that's like grabbing a tomato at the market. It's like just yeah. want to check if it's fresh. You stole it to check if it was fresh. I mean, that's my excuse now, but like fucking one, <laughs> one fizzy bubble. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's like the grapes at the store. You have to check them. No. Yeah. That was pre-COVID, of course. But then every time I saw like grapes at the store and I want to buy grapes, I'm like, okay, taste test first. And then I'm going to decide. Do you open the plastic box when it's like one of those to taste them? You know, don't judge my ways. <laughs> I feel. Have you ever done the thing where, like, you, you take up a Coke bottle in the store or something, and you start drinking it? Like, you still pay for it, but you, like, you you start yeah. consuming it. As you, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I still yeah, feel I like a criminal. Do, yeah, I can't even do that. I, I I hate like walking into a store with like things in my pocket that they sell there. It's yeah, like, I, I usually, I'm not carrying a receipt. What the fuck would do if they check me? I, I, I usually <laughs> like a lot of times I would be like telling them before I walk in, like I have this stuff just so you know. Yeah, same. But it's so awkward. They implemented recently at the, like uh, a rule they have for the Swedish cinema chains, like the main ones, where you're not allowed anymore to bring in candies or drinks. And sure. uh, I've never seen anyone enforce that rule, but I'm afraid of like me becoming the one person that they do enforce it on, and me coming in with like three liters of Coke Zero and being banned. <laughs> <laughs> Instead, I have to pay like 30 euros for drinks and candy. <laughs> Do you have like a very specific food etiquette at the the cinema in, in Sweden? Uh, like, are there things that are very no no? I'm like uh, tuna sandwiches. I would say like you're only allowed to like I I never see anyone eat chips in Sweden at cinema. It's like popcorn mm. and candy. It's like 
those sort of things. You, no, like no food. I don't barely even see nachos here. Like when I saw nachos in Bulgaria, I was like, "What the fuck?" You're like those are too crunchy to eat. Yeah, candy is such a weird choice for a movie, though. I'm gonna get so bloated b- before even like the movie has started. So then you don't eat away. until the movie has started. Yeah, sure. Like I have the 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 mental strength and capacity <laughs> to withstand the you know the temptation. <laughs> I always go for candy because I don't I don't know. I want to make popcorn at home. I have like periods where I make like popcorn every week, like every week, and then I don't eat popcorn for like a year. I think it's the same here, yeah. Yeah, I uh, for, for me popcorn is like I only eat popcorn at the cinema because otherwise it kind of ruins the the flavor of it. The exclusivity. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like if you get your own jacuzzi at home, it doesn't feel like a jacuzzi anymore. Yeah. I used to bring big bags of McDonald's to the cinema, and that was the only place I would eat McDonald's. And I'm just like <laughs> forging on burgers and salads. Like I was so dumb buying a salad from McDonald's, overpriced, and like, come on, a salad. Are you are you uh, making like the really no- loud uh, slurping noises from the bottles, uh, like the pl- uh, p- paper cups? I'm a very shaking silent the eyes eater. around. Very silent eater, and I never take drinks from McDonald's because I don't like soft drinks. Uh, and one time, I even took like um, I was I was on on a health craze and i took like hummus and carrots and then mid-movie i was like eating my hummus with carrots and i'm like oh my god i hate the person that i am right now so i just yeah i went out and was it because you were eating hummus movie. and carrots or because it was a crunchy food no because it was like what the what the fuck is this hipster shit you know like <laughs> carrots and hummus during a movie come on like get a grip <laughs> the boba tea as well to it <laughs> yeah <laughs> um but yeah i love the hunt it was a good movie. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I love the hunt as well. I was a, uh, I was a, uh, it was a lot more painful this time watching it. I would say, like for me, because mm. uh, I just sitting there going like, man, how the fuck does he pay for his bills now that he doesn't have a job? Like, I, I get so tense about that shit. It was actually physically painful for me because I, <laughs> as I was watching it, I was practicing doing like a kickflip with a deck of cards. And I, I did it for like two hours straight, and then my finger was just like <laughs> a sore mess afterwards. <laughs> I thought you were talking about that you were trying to do a kickflip in your small apartment while watching the hunt. Indoors, yeah. Jesus Christ. I remember <laughs> when I moved to Bulgaria, I got like the first month I lived there. I stayed in like the company apartment that they have for like new employees until they find yeah. out place to live. And I, 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 I tried to do like a kickflip in, inside while drunk. And I, I mean, I obviously I failed. Uh, and like the, the board, I just kicked the board into the wall, wall and make like a huge hole. And I just put the, like a fire extinguisher in front of it and like I moved out wow. two days later. Here's the little criminal destroying but property. That's just vandalism. That's not a crime. But did you manage to actually keep track of the movie then, Philip, if you were watching your deck of cards? No, I wasn't watching. I was, I was watching the whole time. I was just sitting. Okay, I'm going to try and do it in front of the camera. Um... Yeah, for for the viewers, he just picked. Yeah, this up will play off. Well, he picked a up a very big sex toy right Ah, oh, no, 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 wait. Yeah. Oh my god, that's okay, a big wow. sex toy. It's spinning. He yeah, really but... shoved it all in there. Yeah. Oh, he wow. really did it. Perfect. Yeah. Next step is to do it with the actual just the cards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with the cards, uh... quote unquote cards. <laughs> that's what they call them. Yeah. Hmm? So, any other cool final beans. thoughts except for the fact that uh, Mads Mikkelsen is uh, Zaddy? I would say that his son very well performed uh, performance yes, from yeah. him as well. That was uh, I was more impressed by his performance than Mads Mikkelsen. Like uh, Mads Mikkelsen, I know is going to be good. 
like the son I had no expectation of, and he was he was really really good. He reminded me a lot of that kid who was in Thirteen Reasons Why and Don't Breathe. For some reason. Yeah. Uh, what was, was it his name? Dylan, Dylan Minnette or yeah, yeah. Is it the guy with yeah. a poopy face? The guy with no, the, the band. No, uh, Dylan Minnette always looks like he's uh, about to say what, what, like with the frowning face. Yeah. Huh? Huh? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very red cheeks all the time. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he was really he good. Like and him. also Alexandra Rappaport who plays Nadia. Uh, I think for an international audience, she's actually like quite good. For a Swedish person, I'm like she is terrible. <laughs> I I really liked her character. I like how she was like so forward and blunt. Like she was. Yeah. She I was like she felt like super refreshing against all the other characters in town. Like I really exactly. I, I thought like. I thought she was like they were gonna, like, cause she, yeah, Mass Mikkelsen started, started dating her just before these accusations, and like since she was so like, I don't know, kind, kind of a, like a wild character, I thought she was gonna be more like, oh, he's gonna do something and she's gonna like be super pissed and like start like a smear campaign against him, but she she mm. doesn't. She just kicks her out and then she's basically out of the movie until the end when he like they're back together. But like, yeah. I really liked. There wasn't much of her as I would have liked, but I thought she was really good. The, the character is good. It's just that when I'm seeing her talk, her Swedish Swinglish accent. It's, uh... Was she even supposed to be Swedish? Like she was, she was supposed to be like I guess immigrant, like an immigrant. No. Yeah, but she spoke Swedish mm. in the movie. Like they said, Did they she? said like, Do you want... yeah. They, Did she they... just speak pretend Danish? Like someone's learning Danish? No, no. She spoke uh, <laughs> Swedish as well. She spoke Swedish, bad English, and uh, barely Danish. And there's uh, like a, I think there's a scene in the movie where they like ask me. like they, there's a scene in the movie where they ask like and when they bring her into the meeting because they're gonna talk about like oh we want you to know what's happening in case like basically trying to encourage her to not date <laughs> she's like because yeah so <laughs> yeah <laughs> she started yeah, so I'm dating a I'm, I'm, I'm dating a, a sexual a child molester what what oh like, speaking yeah, of uh, that dick bomb, uh, oh, uh, we're gonna say something. Uh, no, I just wanted to say that uh, in that scene they say that like do you want us to take this in like do you want to take this in Swedish or Danish I think like they they mentioned sometime that she speaks Swedish in the movie and she does speak Swedish I think okay yeah, yeah. but uh, as like a companion piece to this movie you had seen The Woodsman right yes this. and The Woodsman yeah. is really good yeah, was, yeah and, that, and that's like more kind of like a flip coin flip of this story because it's about an actual uh, man who's been to jail for sexually arresting a child and like wants to turn his life around but it's kind of the same thing like everyone fucking they already like dehumanized him for it and he hates himself yeah but i i've i felt like a, a it i mean it's it's weird because it's like an american movie but i feel like such a riskier approach to it and like kevin bacon is so good in that movie and i oh, never yeah. was like as uncomfortable as you know the park bench scene in that movie. Yeah, in this movie. I, I think the, the the best part about uh, that movie, The Woodsman, is like when I, when I started watching it, the movie is just like the, the synopsis or like the tagline is like that he's a, a child molester. So I, I w went into it thinking that it was going to be like the very diet diet version of like like in terms of how you tell a story because they need to make him somewhat relatable. And the movie is just like nope. He full on did it, like, yeah. <laughs> no holds barred, <laughs> no sugar coating, he just did it. Yeah, and it also, like, he sees, he, he he gets to live across the school for some reason, and he sees a guy, another child molester, like, picking up kids, and he's like, yeah, like, 
fuck everyone because everyone hates me. I'm not going to do anything about this. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I, it, it, strong recommendation. Really it's a tough watch, but really good. Uh, I, I think the only department scene is the only one that's tough. The rest of the movie is like pretty fine. Uh, but there is that general sense of unease thinking that like what are other people going to do to him as in the hunt. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's very similar. Yeah. yeah. So if no one else has any other closing thoughts, I just wanted to add one more thing. Uh, intro scene, bathing. My first thought was dangerous life as a Dane. Because mm. they're all Danish people and they're all bathing naked. And it was like, yeah, this is how I'd like to be Danish. Drunk. Yeah, yeah drunk and Danish. So, Ned, you are the selector. <laughs> so the worst He-Man villain. We are going to be watching 10 seasons of Australian Survivor. Uh, much better than American Survivor, may I add. Oh, that's, um, uh, is that a hot take? They, no, they are uh, there for 50 days instead of 39. Come on. And the men wear Speedos. <laughs> what oh. more could you want? Uh, yeah, that's been my recent obsession. But like for next week, I want to rewatch a movie that I loved from last year. Uh, although it says 2021, but I, I categorize it as a 2022 movie. And that's Marcel, the show with shoes on. Oh, I've wanted to see it and I have it already. So I'm going to watch it. I'm really yeah. happy to see it. It's really an incredible story. You're going to love uh, it. Everything I read about it is basically like you're going to cry the whole movie. Yeah. A24, like, I already hate it. <laughs> you're gonna give it five stars bitch you're gonna have a hard time watching movies in the coming years Philip considering like half of every good movie now is being produced and distributed by A24 oh, yeah. I'm a, not a problem for me I just watch movies from the 70s didn't they distribute and make, make The Witch and Lighthouse they just yeah. picked they were barely getting started with The Witch just picked it up but they mm. made The Lighthouse they didn't make they don't make shit no, but they no, they make shit, but I mean, fucking. Also, oh, you're saying lighthouse oh, wow. is shit. I'm saying Robert Edgers is uh, is a good guy, and uh, he, you know, it's gonna pay the bills somehow. It doesn't. He doesn't afraid of no man. No. Why? Why are we? Why are we hating studios? Why? I like A24. <laughs> I just hate the fact that this become this like this new hipster uh, brand. It's kind of like supreme for hipster for movie people. Okay, okay, I see it. I still want a t-shirt though. They have this like yeah, really cool uh, one with uh, uh, Oh, the fucking brandification. <laughs> I love a brand. I love a get, brand. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get the Universal Studios t-shirt and look how, <laughs> see how fucking cool I look. Yeah, if, Philip, what are you getting? Uh, I actually wanted a, like a, I, I have some Trauma. record label stuff. Trauma? But that's, uh, yeah. Hammer. Like a I got a Hammer film one. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. All right. I'm going to put the hammer down on this episode. And thank you all for listening. Period. Bye.